Hey, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Soul Digger Podcast, a place where you'll hear real stories from real people and how they became successful in their health, wealth, and everything in between so you can be inspired to follow your soul to a life you only dreamed of. I am your host, Amber Deeds, and I cannot wait to dive into the real talk, the good, the bad, the ugly, even the funny of the secrets and tactics to chasing your dreams, because you never know which episode is going to change your life. So let's get this party started. You're awesome. And just like that, guys, we are back. I hope you heard yesterday's episode. I aired a bonus for you. Yes, on a Monday, because it was that good. So go check it out. Today, we're back with Tune In Tuesday. And this one's for you, whether you are an entrepreneur, a mama, a nine-to-fiver, maybe all of the above. If you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, overworked, we got the topic set for you today. I have the guest with me, Cece Foltz. She's a entrepreneur, stay-at-home mama, welder's wife, and she's passionate for empowering moms to reclaim their identity through self-love and self-care and step into their purpose and power so they can live a life they love with, you know, out all that mom guilt. She's going to walk us through how we can beat through the overwhelm, and maybe a few stories in between. So without further ado, please welcome C.C. Fultz. Hey, Soul Diggers. Welcome to the next episode of the Soul Diggers podcast. I have an amazing person here with you, and I can't wait to jump into this next episode. So welcome, C.C. Fultz, to the podcast. I'm so excited you are here. So thank you for being with us. And can you just tell us who you are and what do you do? I am a, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on here. And I'm a stay-at-home mama. I've got two girls um, and my husband and I were building our dream home here in Wyoming on 10 acres. Multi-passionate entrepreneur. There's tons of things I love. It's kind of hard to narrow it down. Um, But right now I'm kind of in the online education space and helping mamas through that aspect. Okay. I love that. And 10 acres, that sounds amazing. I'm jealous. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice. It's definitely serene and quiet. Absolutely. Now we're going to start a little bit from the beginning of your story and then get into this topic. And before we even say the word of the topic, because it's one that pulls at my heart, it's a topic that doesn't get talked about much, but it's not just for moms or parents. It's for everyone. So stay tuned for that. So before we get into the actual topic, can you just tell us a little bit about your story? Have you always been an entrepreneur Were you in the corporate world or what does that look like? I had basically a nine to five job when I first got into the workforce. I never really had a quote unquote career. Um, I went to college off and on for different kinds of things, but never really settled on a career. I knew that wasn't my path. Um, I knew in my heart, I just always felt this burning desire to be an entrepreneur and was fortunate enough that when I got married, I had the opportunity and my, like I said, as being multi-passionate, my entrepreneurship kind of runs the gamut. I've been a personal trainer. I've had a couple Etsy shops. Um, I've done a lot of things as far as being an entrepreneur. 
most of it in person and then also network marketing um, and direct sales. But within the last, I don't know, six months to a year, I've kind of transitioned into the online space as far as being an online educator after taking a course, um, kind of found that path. And that's how we actually found each other as well. So um, that's the kind of the short story of it. But I, I love being an entrepreneur. It's definitely um, always has tugged at my heart and just, I, I, to be honest, I hated working for somebody else and I love being on my own and doing my own thing. And I'm very fortunate to have that ability. Yes, absolutely. And what I love about the story too, is you've mentioned quickly, which we'll get into a little bit is you have done the entrepreneur roles, but you've done many different roles, right? You've mentioned Etsy. Um, you mentioned these different scenarios where I want everyone to know that if you know, they want to chase their dreams or be an entrepreneur, that it evolves over time, right? You try out different things and there may not be a set path and it's okay to try something first and, and then realize there's a, maybe a different direction. Did you find that's what happened? Absolutely. And it's trial and error, in my opinion. I don't ever see a business as a failure. It's, I tried it. What did I learn from it? What didn't I like about it? What did I love about it? And I've especially learned that through my five-year-old. She's wanting to try all these extracurricular activities and she's quit a couple and I don't want to instill being a quitter in her, but I also know that she's not going to find her passion if she doesn't try different things. And she tried this and didn't necessarily like it. She tried violin and didn't necessarily like it. Now she's in gymnastics and loves it. And I think our kids definitely remind us of little life lessons like that. And um, we grow and evolve as a person. So why wouldn't our business grow and evolve with us as well? Yeah. So you are talking my jam right now because <laughs> my daughter, she just turned seven, but right at that age, they see the beauty in the world. And as you said, they try different things. They, you know, have that innocence. They're not fearful like we are. Mm -hmm. They just go for it. And her spirit is what I say all the time is that she just has her soul on fire at all times. It seems because she'll try anything once. And I've noticed as well, she might try soccer, dance, basketball. Maybe she likes some, something she doesn't and that's okay. And we, you know, we go with that, but when we're entrepreneurs or we're thinking maybe I'll leave the nine to five or something, we think that we have to have one direct path, one end goal, and we have to know where we're going before we can, you know, go headfirst into our dreams, right? So I, I absolutely agree with that. So just for my soul diggers who are out there, they're starting to think about chasing the dreams. There's no wrong path. One path will lead you somewhere else because you started as a personal trainer. So, and now you're on the education space totally different. Yeah, same, yeah. same and different. Yeah. I mean, I do educate a little bit on health and wellness and fitness and stuff, but yeah, it, it runs the gamut for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So what kind of gets us talking to like your subject matter, matter expert right now of the topic we're going to get into that I love. And what's so funny is I had a fellow mompreneur, I call her over this week, and we were talking exactly about this subject. A little seems to be either people don't know exactly the meaning of it, 
they don't do it. Um, it's just not talked about. So what we're talking about here is the whole world of self-care, mm -hmm. love, self-care mindset. So I'll let you kind of speak to that and you tell us what in the world is self-care truly mean? Why is it important and just what it means to you? Well, I think we've kind of been hearing it more lately. You hear like the self-care Sunday, self-care Saturday. I think a lot of the times we see it as a luxury or a mani or a pedi or a massage, which are all amazing. And yes, can be part of your self-care routine, but Self-care is something that needs to be done daily, and it does tie in with the self-love. I mean, if you're taking care of your body, you're loving your body, and it kind of coincides with one another. But self-care, I love the quote that says it's not a luxury, it's a priority, and it absolutely is, and especially as a mom, because at first, we put all of our needs on the back burner to take care of this baby and nurture them, and then we just kind of continue that um, putting everybody else's needs first. Yes, it's great to take care of our kids, and of course we're going to do that, but when our basic needs are suffering and we're not eating at, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, we're like, oh my gosh, I haven't eaten today, and we're not working out, and we're not doing anything to care for our bodies, everything else is going to suffer, and I can attest to that even today. Um, I've been slacking on my working out, which is something that fuels me. It makes me feel good. It has nothing to do with how my body looks. It has everything to do with how my body feels. And I've been on so edge lately and just not, not feeling like me. And I know that's because I've let myself care slack and I'm not a good mom when I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not a good wife. I'm just not a good and fun person to be around. So it, if we can't at least start to do self-care for ourselves, then at least do it for those around you so you can be your best version of yourself by taking care of yourself. And as moms, like I said, we see it as a luxury and then we also stack on the mom guilt on top of it. If we're taking a little time for ourselves and we start to feel guilty and we deserve time for ourselves, we don't earn it. We absolutely deserve it and we need it. And stacking the guilt on top of it does absolutely nothing for us. Yes. And I think you have multiple good points there. So the first one, going back to, you have to take that time, right? As moms, we just run ourselves into the ground and to the point we hit a wall and then we lose it maybe and say, I yeah. need the self-care, right? But, but before we even get to that point, and it could be just the mom guilt, uh, whatever it is, that we don't wanna ask for help, we don't wanna take the self-care, we feel we have to be super mom, we always mm -hmm. gotta be up and at it, basically 24 seven, it seems to be, and we never detach from that, and it has to be us, 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 us. And even if someone comes to help us, or whatever, we're still kind of there, and maybe not in the shadows, whatever it is, but we, we just don't detach enough. So when you mention that you don't show up as your, your best self if you don't get the self-care, this is where I recently actually just did a post on this yesterday because so many people don't do the self-care at all. And I, I used to have no idea what that word even meant years ago. So I would wake up totally reactive to the day. I would mm -hmm. get up the same exact time as my children. And then I would be on the defense mode 
yelling at the kids to get out of bed, yelling at them to get on their shoes and they're panicking and I'm panicking. And then I'm just stuck in this mood for the rest of the day of how everything just seems negative and I'm stressed and you know, all these things. And then by the time I pick them up, I'm still stressed. Now I've learned to take this self, you know, the self care and I wake up, even if it is 30 minutes before they do and journal and have the peace, my coffee, my iced coffee, nobody can take away and <laughs> just <laughs> sit in my moment. So I wake, so when they wake up, I'm the, the best version of myself and I'm smiling and that's the first thing they see and they're happy. And it's just so imperative. Like you said, I think you have to have the self-care to show up better for everyone in the world. That's what I've learned from it. So for someone who's just starting to hear self-care or maybe have that journey or say, okay, it is time to take care of me. What ideas or tips can you give them to just start that path? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that you get up early before your kids. I do the exact same thing. That's when my house is quiet. That's when I can actually drink my coffee when it's warm. I do the same thing. I journal, I read. And just like you said, you're not waking up on the defense. You're not waking up to somebody else's demands. You have that time to kind of recharge. We have our kids plugging into us all day long and it's exhausting. And it's just like with your phone, you're not going to let that battery die. So why would you let your own battery die? And it does, like I said, it doesn't have to be something extensive. It's what, think of five things that you love to do that make you feel good that you've kind of put on the back burner and haven't done since you've had kids. That can be part of your self-care. For me, it's journaling, it's reading, it's doing something creative, it's working out. Maybe I don't do every single, every single one of those things every single day, but I try to find time daily to do at least one of them and make that time just for me. This is not time that you're checking Facebook, checking emails. That doesn't count as self-care. Even though you're alone, it's not making your kids lunch. This is strictly time for you doing something that you enjoy, that makes you happy. Meditation, yoga, doing nothing. How often do we just get to sit there and do nothing? Yes. If you don't want another thing <laughs> on your to-do list, sit there and do absolutely nothing and revel in the quietness. Really, it does not have to be difficult. The biggest thing I can say is schedule it. If you don't schedule it, it's not going to happen. Yes, getting up earlier isn't always fun, but I know my day will be crap if I don't. So the covers off is the hardest part to do. Get up a little bit early whenever you schedule it, but definitely schedule it or it's not going to happen like anything else. Totally. And I think those are the two points to take away for sure is make sure you schedule it, right? And as parents, moms, employees, whatever it is, everybody says, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I don't have time. I, you know, the self-care thing, that's just going to have to wait, whatever. But when you actually look at your day or your time, um, you, I promise you will find time. Even if it is that time that get up 15 minutes earlier that you're not used to, promise you, you will adjust and you will thank us later because you will feel like a new person. But even if it's at lunchtime and that's the only time you have to yourself, 
get away from, you know, your coworkers, you know, if you have to go in your car, put on meditation, journal how you feel, use that time, whatever it may be. But I think there's also, um, again, discussing this with another mompreneur, the word self-care there's things that would you say or notice that someone has said, oh, well, this is my self-care, but you're like, I'm not sure <laughs> that's the right thing that entails self-care. Like, what would that look like? Actually, one of my girlfriends not long ago was, we have like an accountability group and it's for working out, but we also talk about self-care in there and stuff. And she said, well, my kids weren't home today and I cleaned my house. So does that count as my quote self-care or slash workout? And I'm like, no. Mm-mm. Cleaning your house, even though it may make you feel better. Yes, I love having a clean house, but cleaning your house is not self-care. It, think of five things that you love doing. Do you really love cleaning your house? Some people do, I'm sure, but majority, <laughs> the five things that you've forgotten about that you haven't done in forever and just five things that you love to do. And again, it doesn't have to be all done at once. If you can't find the 30 minutes, break it up during the day. As moms have a job 24 seven, we are entitled to a break from that just as much as an employee is entitled to a break at work. We just don't think that we deserve it for some reason or that we're not allowed that or we feel guilty when we want time away from our kids. When you're around anybody for an extended period of time, you're gonna get sick of each other. You're gonna need time apart. Um, even if it is your own kid, it doesn't mean you love them any less. When you start to reach that point of like, I want to run away. I want to hide in the closet and eat a jar of Nutella, whatever it may be. That's usually a huge red flag and a huge sign that you need time to yourself and you need to make space for self-care. And I've reached that point and we never feel good. We always feel worse when we've yelled at our kid or done something that we don't feel great about or it doesn't make us feel like a great mom and um it, for me personally and I, i'm sure i'm not the only one but that's always a sign for me that my self-care has slacked and i haven't been taking care of myself well yeah and that's true to anything right even if it's your job and you've hit that wall of you're thinking this is the last day i'm gonna quit this is over i can't stand this anymore well maybe you need a break or a vacation right <laughs> and then when you do you come back renewed and so it's the same thing with parenthood or whatever that it is absolutely okay and necessary to take care of you that's probably a sign again as you're saying like as a mom if you start really snapping at your kids and they're like whoa lady i just asked for a snack <laughs> and you're you know attacking and then you look back you know 20 minutes after and you're like oh yeah i guess i probably shouldn't have yelled about the cheetos it, it was not that big of a deal that they asked yeah. for cheetos but you realize you're on edge you're stressed maybe you didn't get enough sleep the bills are stacking, the stress, whatever it is, that's a sign, honey, that you need some self-care and it's okay. And here's your permission. It's okay to take care of you. I have honestly one friend in mind, and we probably all do, and maybe this is you, where she will call me stressed to the max. Kids are up at night. She's, she's a nurse. She's doing 12 hour shifts. You know, she feels overweight and all these things that she just doesn't feel good about herself. And I asked, what have you done lately for you? My goodness, she cannot answer that for the life of her. And that, that might be, you know, 
something that she would answer to that still involves the kids. And I have to remind her, this is why she's stressed. She's tired. She's eating fast food. And it all it encompasses each other, you know? <laughs> and, and so I think it's just that important when you, hit, you know, take care of yourself before you hit the wall. Totally. Yeah. And it's a snowball effect and a vicious cycle. You, you feel like crap. So you eat like crap and you're stressed out and then you're stress eating and then you, you hate the way you look. And so why do you want to take care of your body if you don't like the way you look? And it's just, it's this huge cycle and it just eats away at us. And before we know it, it's 10 years down the road and we're unhappy and we're overweight. And um, I truly believe that the self-care and the self-love aspect have such a big impact on our lives and who we are as people. And it's not just, again, doing the manicures and pedicures, which I do incorporate those into my self-care, but those are more infrequent than the daily things. It's, it's really the daily things and checking in on how you're feeling and um, why am I feeling angry? And I'm trying to get so much better at journaling my feelings rather than just goals and things like that to really understand why am I feeling that way? Okay. I'm really stressed out right now. I'm really angry right now. Why is that? And it's usually something that I can fix. It's I haven't taken time for myself. I haven't eaten well lately. I haven't worked out. And it all revolves around things that I haven't done for myself. I'll be a better mom. I'll be a better wife when I take care of myself. It affects everybody around you. So let's take the guilt out of it and realize that it impacts your whole household. Yes, that's the, the key takeaway. You will be a better person, a better mom. And we think we're going to be the super mom, the super wife, whatever it is, um, by constantly running ourselves into the ground. And it's the complete opposite. So if you want a better version of yourself and your health, take the self-care. Take one hour put them to grandma's house, whatever you need, just take that hour. I was also going to say your self-care is not partying with the girls on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> and I say this because if you would have asked me what my self-care was years ago, I probably would have just answered to that because I took any time I had, which wasn't much as a single mom of two kids, I would have taken that to have drinks with the girls. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good night with the girls dancing the night away. And I like, it makes me so happy, but that's still not going to recharge your, your body, your mind, your soul, the true self care getting, like you said, not just some petties, but it's that kind of quiet time. Go for a hike by yourself. Um, I've even gone to the notebook, watch the notebook movie at a theater, yeah. cry to myself with some popcorn <laughs> and I feel renewed. <laughs> you know, it's just that personal space and the quiet time because we're so busy, social media, kids, you know, all these things going on that we don't get quiet. I think a lot of times we are almost scared of the quiet, scared of our thoughts, scared of, you know, all the things that we're going to think about and journal about. Do you find that's the case? A lot. The world is scared of quiet. I mean, we're constantly distracted. The second we have a moment of quiet or being alone, everybody pulls out their phone. Our mind never has time to just be and to just listen to our actual thoughts. And maybe you're going to get an amazing idea if you just sit in silence for 
five minutes. And I love how you said body and mind because those are so intertwined. And self-care is also eating well, treating your body like the temple that it is and nourishing it with good food, not just shoving crap in it just to eat something, not eating the leftovers on your kid's plate and calling that lunch, moving your body because you want to feel good and energized and not having that goal of skinny or a certain number, just doing it to feel good and to stay active and treat your body well. Yeah. And that's when the creativity comes out too. You know, if I, sometimes the only time I have is 30 minutes to go to the gym. I do it because even if I'm just walking on the treadmill, I get this sense of clarity you know, this is my, maybe my self-care time, my time alone. And I have all these amazing thoughts and dreams and visions that come to me during that time. So your girl's night out partying, (laughs) you're not going to get the clarity that you're looking for, or just the relaxation, the calm, the peace. And another thing, um, going on to that subject is my, you know, my days as single mom of two and I was stressed and it seemed like everything in the world was wrong my self-care, what I would do is the kids would go to bed and then I, I, I think it's still out there, but I used to play the game Candy Crush, right? So they would go to bed and my me time, I just wanted to sit there in my bed with probably some ice cream playing Candy Crush. <laughs> that was my self-care, but it's just, it's still, it's just like social media, basically. It's turning off your mind not dealing with anything. And it was my kind of mind numbing activity because I still didn't have to deal with the creativity side of me or think about what's wrong or, you know, whatever in my life. So turn off the games, the candy crushes, whatever else is out there now. And don't just scroll. Cause again, it's kind of that mind numbing activity and you're not going to face what you need to, you know, if you want to write that book, you want to go paint, you want to you know, start the business, you might have those bills you need to face, whatever it is. And we kind of just push that all away and Mm -hmm. scroll our phones. So that's just another thing to keep in mind, I think, is that to me, my, again, my days would be self-care meant to me. Maybe I'll go and party with the girls once a month. And then at nighttime, I do Candy Crush. There's my time. And guess what? I was still stressed. Mm -hmm. I was still snapping at my kids. I was still But to me, I was like, well, that's self-care. What else is the problem? So I think just getting quiet, um, having that space, just doing things alone, going to an art exhibit alone, just having those moments, right? Absolutely. And I also believe that taking things off of your list can be freeing and part of your self-care. So for me now, I do grocery pickup because I don't get delivery out where I live, but the pickup is absolutely amazing. It saves me an hour of having to go through the grocery store. Um, I've hired cleaning ladies occasionally to help clean my house because that, again, that's, I don't enjoy doing it. And of course I, I do have the opportunity to be able to do that as well. But um, what are some things you don't like doing that you're doing from day to day? How can you automate it or how can you delegate it or how can you ask for help we as women and moms, we never ask for help, but yet feel resentful and angry that people aren't offering up their help. And 
my five-year-old the other day, I was having a moment and I said, you guys, I can't do everything around here. I need some help. And she said, well, mom, you never ask for it. She's five years old. And I said, (laughs) you're right. I don't ask for it. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help. It's not a sign of weakness. Your mother-in-law, she wants to see her grandbabies. Your uh, sister, she, they want to see their niece and nephew. I can guarantee you nobody's feeling burdened by you asking if they want to hang out with your kids for a little bit or, um, hey, can you do this for me? Or our friends and family, they want to help us. We just never ask because, again, we're trying to be a super mom and do it all and have all the things. And it's just stressful that way. <laughs> Yes, totally. And I think even as you said, asking the kids for help, we're just so used to doing it. And I'd have to say, Mm -hmm. even my son, he's almost 13. And if he, you know, leaves his plate after he eats, I'm just so inclined to grab it and clean it. He's 13. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's got this. He knows it. I I know it, but I just, I'm like scrambling. I'm trying to do laundry. I'm trying to do the dishes. I'm cleaning up after the dog and I'm doing 17 things and everybody's just kind of watching me. And then I hit the wall. Like, why is nobody helping? And they're like, you know, Oh, are we supposed to, you know? Yeah. Uh, but if I delegate things, like you said, even to the kids, here's a chore chart, help me this way. And, um, no, we're not going to go to the store for two hours and wander the aisles for two hours. It's going to be delivered. It's going to be specific. And that's another point I think is, uh, uh, you know, talking to just anyone who seems air quotes here, busy or a mom or whatever, and they don't want to have things delivered. They want to go spend the time. I think the main point of that, and you guys raise hand here, I'm totally on this page is that, you know, that if that two hours you would have spent at the grocery store yelling at the kids and trying to find all the things if you have that time back, you almost think to yourself, what in the world am I going to do with that time back? And then maybe you think, well, I guess I'll just, as you said, clean the house or, you know, find something else mom liked to do or scrub the floors or whatever it is. That's the time you need to start chasing your dreams, going after your goals, self-care. That's the time. And it can be scary because when we have to reflect and get quiet, you know, then we're kind of noticing where things are at in our lives. So take the time. It's, it's, you know, when you sit down with your thoughts, you journal, even if you've never journaled, I have never been a person to plan or journal and I decided to do it and wow, it changes everything. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And your house isn't going to burn down if all the laundry isn't put away or all, I love a clean house, but if you have kids, your house is never going to be clean, Yes, but some of those things can wait. Not everything is of the utmost importance to get done right now, but you are important and you deserve being taken care of. And all of those things can wait. Nothing's going to crash and burn. If you don't do something right now and have every single toy put away or every piece of laundry put away, it's not you taking care of yourself is definitely much more important. 15 minutes or 20 minutes of housework. Yes. The world will still be here, girl. Like it is okay. (laughs) Put it aside. You'll be fine. The kids will be fine. So I think that it's so awesome. I just, again, I just love the subject and it's kind of mind blowing to me that when I was a single mom, I didn't even hear the word self-care. I was in survival mode Mm -hmm. 
And I know so many of us are just in the busy mode, survival mode, uh, no time for self-care. So hopefully you guys understand like truly the importance. You will be a better person. Um, and I think that's good to kind of adjust to for those who are thinking, okay, this self-care thing is the real deal. I need to start doing this. Maybe I did it like once, one time, um, but I need to do this. But you have, Cece, a great membership in case someone is like needing help or getting started, right? To guide them where to go, right? Yeah. So I've launched a membership site called the Mama Society and pretty much everything's based off what I needed and still need to this day. But a lot of it's um, really empowering moms and entrepreneurs to either elevate their business to where they maybe don't believe that they can do it or start that passion that's been on their heart. We talk a lot about self-love, a lot about self-care, um, got some fun stuff in there too about beauty and fashion. And what I do is one recorded training a month. And then I do hop on with my members live to do a training, but to also be there to support and answer any questions. Entrepreneurs, we've been talking about the mom area a lot, but even as entrepreneurs or someone in a nine to five, um, you need this self-care too right? You need those tools um, so you don't burn out in every aspect of your life. I recently had someone who's in the corporate job, you know, they're married, um, they don't have any kids yet, but they've kind of hit that wall. And this is one of my clients and, and they're just like, I don't think I could do any of this anymore. Be married, do the corporate job, all these things. And I had to ask, I said, is it really those things or is it just because you're not taking care of you? Mm -hmm. You are not doing the things you love. You're not, you know, writing the pages to the books you always wanted. You didn't paint, you didn't, you know, do these things. And then they, they have to think about that and take, take a step back and say, okay, maybe it's not the marriage, the job, the, this, or the, whatever. I'm not doing anything for myself and I'm not showing up for the world as my best self. So I love that, that you have everything kind of different topics so anyone in any space can just join this if they're kind of getting used to the self-care aspect. So I love that. That's awesome. So what we're going to do, um, Soul Diggers, is put in the show notes a link to the membership. And this may be exactly what you need to get your butt in the self-care mode <laughs> and have that accountability, have like-minded people, have that community. And so you're all doing it together if you need ideas, right? of what the self-care is, when to do it, how to do it, where to work it in as an entrepreneur or as a mom, whatever that may be. So we'll link that in the show notes so you guys know exactly where to go. So I love this episode. Thank you yeah, so, so much. Yes. It's, it's again, one of my favorite things, because when I say the word self-care that comes naturally to me and I do it every day, People look at me with a deer and headlights look. <laughs> so this is so good. I'm glad it's going to be out here. Again, we'll, we'll link it. And where can we find you? Are you on Instagram, Facebook? Uh, a little both. Mostly on um, Instagram. I've got a Facebook group as well. But on um, Instagram, I am the CC Marie Show. Wonderful. I love that. So folks, go find her. Sign up for the self-care after you listen to this episode, I hope it's nailed down why you need it. Yes. And after you listen to this episode, go get some self-care. Go have those kids 
you know, even if it's five minutes in your closet alone with some Pinot, then go do it. <laughs> do what you got to do. Start somewhere. Join the membership. And uh, yeah, that was amazing, Cece. Thank you for joining the podcast today. Thanks so much, Amber. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was fun. All right, Soul Diggers, we will chat with you on the next episode.